Yo, 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 it's your boy JTG, former WWE superstar, one half of the illest tag team ever, Crime Time. Make sure everyone else, I want you guys to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys and girls is killing it, man. Keep doing your thing. Cheer. <laughs> Women of all time, the tournament. That's right. The tournament. Another news, of course. Brand new edition With your boys, Rick, Miguel, and myself. Tony. I, I wish Tony Miguel Diaz. wasn't here after that attack on wrestling POV. Yeah, Warren. he messed you up, man. Well, well, I don't get it. How are we talking about teams and I'm not included? It's like I'm not included in anything in this corporation. But no. I get paid the most. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why do you get paid the most? And he does the, the least. Biggest Picho. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's true, though. He definitely does. <laughs> but he does the least out of it. Wait, what does that got to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Getting back to normal, though. Looks like, yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah? Almost. No? How's it over um, there in New York? In New York, people are just being careless. I mean, I'm yeah. all bunkered down in my house wearing my mask outside, and everybody just... <laughs> you know what I don't get? People are walking around without mask on smoking. <laughs> they pull their mask down so they can smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. We're going to kill you one way or the other, guys. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I was hoping the Hornets would, but um, that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, uh, well, June's right around the corner. We'll see what comes in June. <laughs> That's true. It just seems like things are just getting worse every Yeah, month. yeah. I mean, so far, 2020 has just been shitty. Um, I, I guess on the good part of it, um, we still got wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had NASCAR. Secondly, our health. Our secondly, our health. <laughs> um, and, and, I mean, NASCAR went ahead and did their thing last week they're gonna do it yeah. again this weekend um i watched it i mean i used to be a really big nascar fan yeah really huge yeah and then it, it kind of like i dwindled off on it when they started to do the, like the playoffs and you got to get yeah. this and you got to do that and the the run and then the you know because back in the day with nascar you just did the 300 miles that was it it wasn't no 65 miles and and, and uh you get a what do they call it? I forgot what they call it now, but then they, they make you do a, a yellow to come in so you can check your cars. It's like, nah, yeah. fuck, they race. Shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you know what? Let's go right into it with the uh, sure. Facebook poll and uh, hater and comment of the week. Of course, um, in stunning, stunning news, uh, right after his match uh, on SmackDown. Drew Gulak released from the yeah. WWE. <laughs> Actually, it was shortly after we did the show. Yeah, like and, right after um, we did the show, we got you hit me up with that alert. Like, yeah. Drew Gulak got released. It <laughs> <That> feels <laughs> what? like, wait, what? So apparently, um, he his contract was up. Yeah. He wanted more money, and they said no, bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. mean I, I, 
I guess the good thing for him is that he he doesn't have the ninety day no, no. clause. Nope, he does not. So he he's free to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were upset that Daniel Bryan beat him. Yeah, but then now we know like, why. Now we know why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it sucks for him. I mean, he was. It seemed like he was on the ups, mm-hmm. and things were turning around for him. Uh, we weren't the biggest fans of him. In the cruiserweights, uh, no. we always thought he wasn't anything special. No, um, especially well I mean, because he was doing the, uh, uh, the that PowerPoint presentation, PowerPoint stuff, yeah. and that was kind of lame. It wasn't, it wasn't anything. And and the thing of it is, and I know I'm all about reaction, and you know, if, if we're talking about it, that means it's working. I know I'm all about that. I really am. But the thing of it is, when people were complaining about this. They were they were legitimately complaining about it. They weren't like, oh, this is so stupid, but I love it. You know, no, it wasn't anything like that. It's unfortunate, you know, because it's weird. Because I like Drew Gulak with the the pairing of Daniel Bryan than I than he was when he was like a full fledged heel. Absolutely, and they could have done a great thing as a tag team, in my opinion. But they could have. They look at Daniel Bryan as this guy that could be a heavyweight. Listen, I'm yeah. sorry. WrestleMania 30 was a fluke. They should have never gave it to him. But the fans got behind him and they just rode yeah. that wave. I'm sorry. And I know I'm going to get a lot of, lot of crap for that. And, but and Daniel Bryan, come on. You're right, though. You're right. Because everybody complains about certain people. Oh, they should get a push. Oh, you know, give us what we want. Give us what we want. And then they give, they give it to you. And it's like sometimes it's not in the best interest. Yep. With with um, uh, Kofi Kingston, everybody sure. was behind him. Everybody yep. was behind it when when that little for some reason that thing that happened with him, everybody was behind it. And what happened? They gave him that push, and WrestleMania he won the title. And my opinion, this is my opinion only. It was one of the worst runs I've ever seen. The, the the journey to get there was pretty oh, yeah. special. Epic, I yeah. thought it was nice. It was well done. But the run after that, it was terrible. I mean, and it started the minute he won it. Because yep. the minute he won it, they just so happened to have the regular WWE title with his side plates on it at WrestleMania. Very poorly done. It was like the minute he won it. They buried, it was downhill from there. Yeah. And with Daniel Bryan, you're absolutely right. He should not have won that title. There is no, no, no. Oh my God. I honestly, I think the, the best run he had, it was when he was feuding with Bray Wyatt, when he was part of the Wyatt family. Yeah. Remember that? And remember remember. in the cage match on Monday Night Raw. Yep. Everybody went nuts. That building, I mean, it was so crazy that the cameras were shaking. That's how crazy it was in there. Yeah. That was probably his best run. His best run. So, Drew Gulak, back to him. <laughs> <laughs> like always, being second fiddle to Daniel Bryan. They, exactly. Josh Sanders, he says, wow, they seemed like they were liking him too. Uh, if it makes sense, can't make dollars uh, Vince McMahon's motto. Anton Hoffman, he says, wait, what? <laughs> Charlie Lovelace, he says, never thought much of him, but the guy is better than some they've kept. James Canty says, uh, so was he released or his contract was up? Someone is putting out lies. Listen, 
Listen. <laughs> you want to you want to take this one, Rick? Because I mean, it's just it, listen. That you, if you notice, um, every time someone comments on our page, I like every one of them. Mm-hmm. There are some that I don't like, and this was one of them that I did not like because yeah. it's just like you're just taking a a stupid shot at us. Yeah. Um. I, again, we're not gonna post anything, and we say this every week. We're not yeah. gonna post anything that isn't factual. And if it's not factual, we're going to put speculating, rumors, stuff it's like that. Exactly. So, it's all about the uh, wording. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> screw you, guy. Yeah. Because I respect everybody's POV. Listen, I like I, everybody's comment. We like do, I said. but sometimes it could be stupid. Yeah, of course. We will <laughs> let you know. It, it could be dumb. It's a, uh, like that it could one. It could be egregious. It could be insubordinate. Yeah. So, um,. We got you. Joseph Rodriguez says WWE has got some real issues. This guy is really good at what he does. AEW. Oh my God. Already with it. <laughs> let him let him finish. Fuck let that. AEW. <laughs> oh. I'm not reading the rest of that. Uh, every goddamn week. Why? Why are you people like that? Oh, fucking idiot. Joseph Rodriguez. Hater comment already. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm tired of it, Rick. Every damn week, the minute somebody they gets released, to, they can go to Impact, Ring of Honor. You know, I would, I would rather them say that, please. Yeah, no, it's true because honestly, <laughs> what is AEW doing with their roster? I mean, it's the same guys every week. We've same been saying this for a while week. now, and yeah. um, I don't know. It just seems to be like two nope. factions. It's like, like NWO black and white versus red and black NWO. Red and black, yeah. But yeah. it's funny because. We've been saying this all along for the longest time. Every week you see either Cody, Jericho, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Every week. One of those guys. Oh, I said the Young Bucks? Yeah. Yes, you did. Every week you'll see one of those. those, Can't they all take a break? Let the other people shine? You want to build this company. You can't just build it around your damn self. Yeah. Because it's starting to get lame. I'm sorry to say Cody is talented. I'm not going to take that away. Jericho, talented. Young Bucks, talented. Kenny Omega, talented. But, Cody, you came from mid-card, okay? You came from a mid-card. You wasn't in the... I don't even recall him being in the heavyweight title scene. Uh, Drew Gulak released. (laughs) Drew Gulak released, yes. Trevin Jenkins is terribly sad. I was looking forward to everything, including him. Well, I think he was the only one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he could have been something in the mid-card for sure. Um, Tag team with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure he could have been something in that that area. Um, But uh, I guess Vince didn't see anything in him. Apparently not. I don't. (laughs) Not to be asking for more money like that. No. That's abrasive. I think the reason why he did that, though, was because he had this thing going with uh, with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why he did that. Uh, or else I don't think he would have asked for more money. I It was uh, terrible. That's, that's a, it's a tough break for him, but at the same time, he'll be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the AEW pay-per-views tonight, they claiming that they add another person to the uh, ladder match, and they're thinking that it's him. Yeah. So, I there's, 
I mean, there's other options out there. Exactly. If you're an AEW fan, are you going to pop when you see Drew Gulak? No. (laughs) But not only that, Rick. All right, here's his first chance to be in AEW, and he's got to win it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't have him lose. You can't have him lose. If he loses, I don't want to hear from anybody about, well, if you go to AEW. (laughs) Fuck out of here, man. Oh, Drew. Drew Gal Drew Gulak release. <laughs> and it goes from Drew Gulak to fucking Cody to AEW. <laughs> See Daniel Bryan. D- Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Kofi. <laughs> but see, that's that's the damn these fans fall that right that bullshit. You should go to AEW. I think they'll do good with them. That really? How's how's Brody Lee doing over there? Is he, re- title match. is he really going to win that title shot tonight? the fuck out of here. Jesus. Who did I say, hater? Rodriguez? Uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. Bastard. Don't ever post that bullshit. Don't. <laughs> and, of course, in sad news, uh, Shad Gaspard. Uh, Gaspard. Gaspard or Gaspard? Gaspard. That's what I thought. Um, died this week. Uh, he went yeah. swimming um, with his son. Uh, he was caught in a riptide. Yep. Um, now, I, I, for those that don't, do you know what a riptide is, Rick? Uh, isn't it the the opposite pull from underneath the water? No, that's that's an undertow. Um, okay. A riptide is when uh, like certain beaches are have it are more prone than others because of the lo- geographical location that they're at. And Mm -hmm. California is always known to have them. And there's certain parts in California that does have a nasty riptide. And basically what it is is the waves coming in. Uh And when the waves come in, they form like it's two. Just picture two big ass circles. One going counterclockwise, the other going uh, clockwise. Uh And what it does is it pulls the, the, the water back in. Gotcha. And there is no way. I mean, you can survive a riptide. You don't have to be the greatest swimmer. <laughs> because even the greatest swimmer, because one thing they have said, if you're ever caught in a riptide, was to swim sideways. Yeah. And you can't, it's a, not, even the, not even Michael Phelps can do that. It's hard. Um, the best thing to do if you're ever caught in a riptide is try to stay Number one, you got to stay calm. I know it's like, it's crazy because it's something you can't control. But at the same time, just just relax, keep calm, and go with the flow. Because normally they only pull you out by a few. I think the most was like 150 feet or something like that. They will pull you. Because what happens is, like I said, just remember, it's just two big ass circles in in, in that part of the water uh, where the waves land. And, you know, like I said, one going counterclockwise, one going clockwise. It's pulling you out, so the circle is coming back in. So nine times out of ten, that riptide will pull you back in. You just gotta float, go with the wave. And but in this case, what happened with Shad was um, when he, him, and his son got caught, um, the lifeguard, you know, because it, it wasn't just them two either. There was multiple people. I heard. Yeah. And uh, the lifeguards went in to go, you know, save these people. Because they have the floating flotation devices with them. And uh, Chad doing what, you know, a lot of fathers would. He said, save my son. You know, and, and they grabbed his son first. And uh, they swam his son back to shore. 
and uh, uh, another wave came in and hit Shad, and, and, and that's what brought him underwater. So when that happens, of course, with the riptide, it kept him underwater, you know? And they were saying Shad was a good swimmer. He was a very good swimmer, and this happened. It's unfortunate, very sad. Um, yeah. But you know what? It was, he, he, he did, like I said, what any father would do. And I, I will tip my hat off to him. And it, it was very honorable, you know. And it's, it was unfortunate, but at the same time, you know, just be careful with oceans, people. The riptides are no joke. Um, they, they happen all of a sudden, too. It's yeah. not like you can tell. Um, like if I see, if I go to the oceans, I can see a riptide. I can tell what it looks like because, like, if everything else is is splashing and everything, and if there's in, in between that, if it's just calm water, that's a riptide. Even if you're ankle deep, you can feel it pulling you in. Yeah. That's how strong these riptides are. You know, people got these. Are, that it's very serious, but you it is. You can survive it. This one here, though, it was just unfortunate because another wave came and and hit Shad, and that's what drug him underwater. And uh, it was unfortunate. They went, they did, they did the search. Uh, I think for what two days, Rick? Yeah, two days. Yeah, yeah. and um, they called off the search. Um, I believe Monday or Tuesday uh, or something like that. Tuesday. And uh, and then Wednesday, the, uh, his body washed up on shore, and, and that's when they found him. They did a memorial on him. Uh, I think it was last night. Yeah. So. And uh, they did it on both shows as well on uh, AEW and NXT, which I thought yeah. was a good, good. They uh, mentioned it on, a- on They mentioned it on AEW, and they showed. They put his picture up on on WWE. Um, um, I don't think I didn't hear them mention him. Did you? No, I think they're gonna mention it on Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. Um, they're gonna have something for him, but it it was just. I mean, that has to be terrifying for anybody put in yeah. that situation. Oh yeah. Um, Shad will be remembered for his time with Crime Time. With Crime Time. Um, he was doing some good stuff on the indie scene recently. Um, yeah, he was in and, some movies too. Yeah. He oh, did, he was. Uh, get hard. He was. He, he did yeah, that and, one scene where uh, Will Ferrell went to the park, and he was like, "I, I want to beat your ass." And then those the three big guys, and Shad. Yeah. Shad was one of them. He was. He uh, was Shad the also there. apparently was the body figure for Kratos for the PlayStation game. Yeah. Yeah, um, I heard that too. Which was pretty cool. He did um, a lot of stunt doubles. I heard. Yeah, he and did. it's so unfortunate. Um, uh, yeah. It's just sad. Just be safe, guys, when you're out there in the ocean, uh, like Tony mentioned. Um, I'm glad his son is okay. Uh, yeah. I wish both of them could have survived this. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's definitely terrible news for the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, And one thing that's actually really bothering me is uh, they started to GoFundMe for his wife. Yeah. Uh, for the funeral costs and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, there are people out there who are upset saying... I didn't know a funeral cost a hundred thousand uh, dollars because they're getting a lot of money. Uh, a lot of people are donating a lot, a lot of money really? uh, for this for this funeral and for past that. People don't understand that when when death comes in, it's not just the funeral. You have to worry about after this person is gone. The 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 financial side of things are gone. 
So, yeah. yeah um, and, you know, they, not everybody gets this. Yeah. And it seems that celebrities He could have been the breadwinner. Yeah. And it <laughs> does seem that celebrities do get more when it comes to certain situations. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, the wrestling business is not the same as being a celebrity no. in the movies and so, or no. a musician. It's, it's um, a lot different. And if you're not in the wrestling business, you wouldn't know. You yeah. really wouldn't know. You've heard me talk so many times, you know, where at times I did a show for a hot dog and a handshake, you know. Yeah. And there's times I got paid very, very well because of who I wrestled with and my time in wrestling and stuff like that. You got to put in the work. You know, Chad, at any given time, you can do, and I know he was, do some indie scenes and get paid pretty decent. Pretty yeah. decent, but you had to do it a lot, you know. But it's not guaranteed either. And that's what a lot of people got to understand. You said it exactly right. You know, if, if you know, you're not into wrestling, you wouldn't understand. You really, really wouldn't. And it's not as easy as people think it is. Yeah, and it's like when wrestlers ask for donations for their surgeries and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. Um, many of men have done it. Jake the Snake, Perry Saturn. Um, so it's like people have reached out. And I don't see this as a different. I'm sorry. And yeah. everybody that came at Shad's wife or came at the GoFundMe page, you're wrong. And and that's not my POV. That that's that's who I am. Like you're yeah. wrong. You know that's just. Yeah. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. You don't have to donate. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, do just any don't of those donate things. then. Do, yeah. You know, keep your mouth shut though. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you don't need to put negativity out there and, and attack a, a grieving widow. At this moment, you yeah. know, um, she still has a kid she has to look out for, mm-hmm. you know, and unfortunately, and watch closely too because that that's very traumatic for him. Oh, absolutely. He, he saw his dad's last breath. Yep. And so, be respectful, Jesus, man. Um, of course, if you, you guys heard JTG in the beginning of the show, um, supporting our show. Uh, he posted this, and uh, it was one of his last text messages he's gotten from Shad, and it was it was pretty cool. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, he said that Shad wrote to him, text him this. He said, "If I ever die tomorrow, just know I love you as a brother and friend forever, even past this life." So JTG responded, "Love you too, brother." Hashtag no homo. <laughs> 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 um, not that there's anything wrong with not that there's anything wrong with that but that's but, a yeah. that's a joke that you know i've even yeah, said that too you know um you know yeah. it's we don't, we're not so stop if if you think that we are we're not um it was just a thing a lot of people used to say <laughs> but it just goes to show too what type of guy he was yeah so so, from all of us at Wrestling POV, MMA POV, Wrestling POV Global, we send our prayers and condolences yes. to Shag Gaspar and his family, and for you guys out there, too, because everybody, I mean, it's hard on everybody, you know? It is. Um, we, we all are fans of this sport, and we're all connected in one way or the other, so when one of us yep. go down, we all... It hurts. We all... It, it, it hurts, hurts, and yeah. we feel it. Yeah. It, we do. Like, it's, we know them, you know? We see them yeah. week in and week out, you yep. know? Yep, absolutely. All right, so uh, you posted this one on Facebook, Rick. Yes. It is Roman Reigns' back tattoo. 
Yes. You went on to say, was Roman Reigns getting a back tattoo during a pandemic? Irresponsible or none of our business? Mm -hmm. Rick, care to explain yourself? So Roman Reigns got half of his back tattooed uh, during a pandemic, right? During Mm -hmm. a quarantine. Didn't show up to WrestleMania because he was worried about getting sick. Um, Was this the right thing to do? Now, I don't know where he got the tattoo. I don't know if the tattoo artist showed up to his house. But if Roman was so concerned about his health and the health of his kids, why on earth are you getting a tattoo? Now, a lot of people will say it's none of my business. But you know what? I'm going to make it my business. Because honestly, it changed WrestleMania. Right? We had Braun Strowman go over, which was bad. Atrocious. Um, and uh, it's insubordinate. It's insubordinate. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I honestly think it was irresponsible of Roman Reigns to do this. Um, you're putting your family and your health at risk to get a tattoo. Now, and, and again, if I'm a businessman and I'm Vince McMahon, I'm looking at this like, well... You, you, you got a tattoo, but you could have gone to WrestleMania. <laughs> so it's just like, which is it, Roman? Um, in my opinion, totally irresponsible. Um, and it's and again, if I'm Vince McMahon, I am pissed off at the fact that you didn't show up to WrestleMania, but you got a back tattoo. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's my take on it. Because you know what? You would have been in the ring with one other guy, right? You got yeah. a tattoo from one other guy. And who's to say he's not sick? Yeah. So. I mean, I see your point. I do. Um, we don't know where he got this tattoo done. Mm-hmm. We don't know who by who. It could have been a family member. Could have been his wife. She could have <laughs> been a tattoo artist. We don't know. He's been taken off of TV. He wanted to himself. His immune system is not that great. We all know that. So yeah. I don't blame him for that. Um, but then I heard that he was also looking out for his kids too. Uh, the tattoo, like I said, we don't know where, like if he went to a store, a tattoo (laughs) shop and got it done, I'd say it's irresponsible. But until we know where he got this done, it could have been a close friend, could have been a friend of the family because you got to look at this tattoo. That's a Samoan traditional tattoo. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So... Who knows where he got it done? And yeah. not a lot of tattoo artists know how to do a traditional Samoan tattoo. I forgot what it's called. There's a name for it. But a lot, not a lot of tattoo artists knows how to do that. Yeah. Okay? I'm looking at it from both sides. Of My course. opinion, though, I just think it's none of our business. Uh, was it irresponsible during this time? Uh, I can't. I can't say neither here or there because, like I said, we don't know where he got it. I I highly doubt he went to a tattoo shop and says, hey, brother, give me me this, you know, Samoan traditional tattoo on my back. Samoa. I want that on my back. You know, and and we don't know. I doubt that that happened. He, this had to have been done by somebody he knows. I say it's none of our business. Josh Sanders says none of our business. Looks good. Dusty Riley, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. He says, I mean, it's none of my business, but I'd say it's a bit weird. Seems getting the tattoo would leave you vulnerable somehow as well as you'd think. 
Nicholas Lafleur. He said uh, he said it was more because of his newborns than his cancer. Chris, he did get a he got another yeah, kid. Yeah, twins. Tw- twins. Dude, he got twins. Good. Yeah. Man. Christy White was it boys or girls? I don't know. Okay. Great journalism, Rick. <laughs> Christy White said, "None of our business. I like it." Oh yes. well, Christy White likes it. That's all that, that matters. That, you know what? Show's over. <laughs> we'll it. see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace out, uh, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Chris Hall said it's none of our business. Oh. Yeah, we got a lot of those. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. It was like they took offense to that. Jesus, Tracy Ann, none of our business. Meredith, none of our business. Melissa, none of our business. It's his culture. You, know, you understand there's a lot of women jumping on that? I, I kind of noticed that. Really I noticed the pattern. Yeah. Uh, oh, Roman! But Rocky Gretsch, he said, Roman is all lies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's the fan comment of the week. I think so. I forgot his name, though. <laughs> Rocky. 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 All right, there you go. Um, All right. I believe that's well, it. Well, the, the, the fan comment of the week goes out to Rocky. That's Roman is all lies. That's definitely <laughs> the comment of the week. Uh, hater comment of the week. I suppose it's my man, Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Joseph Rodriguez who like uh, was just bringing up AEW when we didn't ask about AEW. Uh, but the but not only that. Not only that, though. You know what? Every time somebody brings up AEW during our Facebook polls, it's automatic hater comment. All right. There you go. Well, a hater comment of the week of is bitch. brought to you by Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater I know. He just had a birthday, sem- too. Oh, my God. If you gave me two more seconds, <laughs> I would send it myself, who just had a birthday. Uh, uh, he had a birthday parade uh, during the pandemic. <laughs> they uh, celebrated by uh, wishing him a happy birthday with a car, parade. Um, car parade. But he's still the biggest hater I know. Go to WOHW.com and purchase a book written by Kenny Casanova today. Walking written on books for waffles. Kamala. He wrote a book for Tito Santana, Dangerous Danny Davis, uh, Sabu, um, and many more. You want to check it out now? Go to WOHW.com. Purchase your book today. And yeah. uh, see what what he can do for you. He'll buy you a book. He'll give you a book. You yeah. got to buy it, though. And he, right he, now, he, he Tito is guaranteeing that if you buy his book, that uh, he's going to send you an autographed picture in 8x10. Yeah, 8x10. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wish I would have been in it. I mean, he did turn heel on me. I mean, <laughs> my picture should be there. Well, my picture um, should be there because I was the second toughest opponent. Yes, right behind Greg Damon Valentine. So, yeah. Uh, we you know, he's not going to talking to Tito. You know, I got an issue with Tito now. <laughs> uh, I'm a little upset. Putting eight, eight by tens out and signing them for people when my picture's not on it. Strong out here. Arriba. All right. <laughs> so let's get started on our round one. Sure. Of our women's championship tournament. Um, we sent out, uh, our tournament early to get some mm-hmm. comments from you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe we got a couple there. Um, who should win this tournament? Uh, we got 32 of the greatest women's champions of all time. Now to explain how we got one through 32, we basically took 
the longest title reigns. That means how many days as champion we considered. Also, we combined the WWF, WWE Women's Championship, the Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown's Championship, the Divas Championship, and the NXT Women's Championship to all these days. So that's how mm, we combined. Mm. Yes, sir Um, So that's what we did. Uh, and we got the total number of days was the way we uh, ordered everybody. So it was yep. 1 through 32. Number 1 had the most. 32 had the least amount of days as champion. Not the least altogether, but the <laughs> least in the 32. Right. Um, also, uh, we have the title reigns. We throw out the, we throw it out there because that does make a difference. How many times you held the title does make mm-hmm. a difference. Um, so we're very excited about this. The greatest women's champion of all time. Me and Tony will be casting our votes. And if we come into a tie, we will be uh, going to our good friend, Elio Canella from Wrestling POV Global, who uh, filled out his bracket. And uh, we'll see what we can do there. There all you right. go. All right. Who you got? All right, round one, we round one matchup one. We have the number one ranked, fabulous Mula, mm. over ten thousand ti- uh, days as champion, um, and had four title reigns. Going up against Natalia, who had oh, two oh, title man. reigns. Uh, you know this one. It should be easy. Oh, it's definitely easy. It should be easy, but considering the. Uh, Dark Side of the the Ring episode. I almost said Dark Side of the Moon. But Dark Side of the Ring episode um, with the Moolah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but Ooh, I've heard boy. a lot about it. Yes. Um, it was interesting to hear because there were two sides to this story. And during that show, it was hard to determine who was right, who was wrong. Yes. If... If it's true what they have said, man, this would make my decision a little bit different. But yeah, is there was unless she's alive and well to defend herself, it, it's hard to. I can't cast my judgment based on that documentary either. Um, so I'm gonna go with Mula. All right. Um, with that being said, I agree with you. Um, if you look at the 28 years, yes, I said that correctly, 28 mm-hmm. years as champion, um, I don't, the way I look at it is this way. She had three other title reigns after that 28-year reign uh, in the 80s with the WWF. Um, and based off of that, I am going to go with Mula because her three title reigns still is more memorable than any of Natalia's two. Um Natalia's had the title for she had it two times and she had it for a total of 156 days. Wow. I'm sorry, I cannot go and push Natalia. Natalia is a workhorse, don't get me wrong. She but is. But when I think when I think women's championship, I don't think Natalia. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um with that being said, I'm going to go with Mula as well. And Elio also went with the fabulous Mula. So, mm-hmm. fabulous Mula moves on to round number two. Our next matchup is AJ Lee, the 16th rank, going mm. against Molina. Now, AJ Lee had 406 days as champ, three-time champion, going against Molina, who had 395 with five title reigns. Wow. Um, I didn't realize me, she had that many. Holy shit. Yes. And for me, 
We got two Latinas going against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to go with AJ Lee. When I think of a champion, she was the number one Divas champion until Nikki Bella came and thwarted that yeah. championship uh, that reign. That was handed to her, though. Yeah. I got to go with AJ Lee on this one. I thought she was the more memorable as women's champion. You know, I, This was an easy pick for me. You know, I was going to go with AJ Lee, but I didn't realize Melina had that many title reigns. Now, is that yeah. Divas champion or women? Women's and uh, no, she and was just the women's champion. Malia. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll still before go you with... make your pick, before you make your pick, uh-huh. Elio Canelo went with Molina. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll no, I'll, I'll stick with AJ Lee. I mean, that's impressive though with Molina. I didn't realize that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, AJ Lee is going to advance. Next up, we got Shayna Baszler. Uh, who's the number? Let me see where she's at. Shayna Bay is number eight, 548 days as champ, two time NXT Women's Champion, going up against, uh, sorry, uh, going up against Eve Torres. Okay. Now, Eve Torres is the 25th ranked, 261 days as champ, three time champion. Who you got? I, I got Shayna on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. This is an easy one for yeah. us. Uh, Shayna Baszler definitely more memorable as mm-hmm. a champion and more dominant as a more champion over yeah. uh, Eve Torres. Next up, we have Alundra Blaze versus mm. Maurice. Uh, <laughs> Maurice, two-time Divas champion, 261 days. Uh, Alundra Blaze, ninth ranked. She was 543 days as champ, three-time champion. Another easy one. Yeah, yeah, Alundra. <laughs> Alundra Blaze for sure yeah. is going to advance over Maris. Uh, Miz may take some issues with that. That's all right. Uh, next up, <laughs> we have another easy one, in my opinion. We have Bailey, the number four ranked, 662 days as champ, four oh. times champ, going up against the 29th ranked Sable, who had one championship reign for 175 days. Uh, I tell you... Uh, well, who's whose turn is it? Your turn. Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, and then I'm I'll going give my with comment. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey for sure. I tell you, Sable, one hot mama. Brock Lesnar is a lucky man, but as champion, she was, pro- and I hate to say this, but she was probably one of the worst women's champions I've ever seen. Um, she was more of a manager. She was more of that side purse, but, you know, and she did it great as a heel and baby face. But as champion, she was just horrible. So, yeah, I'm definitely going for Bailey. All right. Our next matchup, we have Wendy Richter going up against Nikki Bella. Now, Wendy Richter is our, uh, no, Wendy Richter is 13th uh, ranked, 440. 47 days as champ, two-time champion, going against Nikki Bella, who's a 300, the 20th ranked, 307 days, two-time champion. Who uh, you got? I'm going with Wendy Richter. She's the one that defeated Moolah at WrestleMania. Yeah. So I mean, that was a, a pretty big That was thing a right pretty there. big deal because at that time, you didn't think anybody was going to beat Moolah. Yep. The, the story that they did with that, doing the rock and roll, Rock and wrestling, I think, or something like that. Yep. They did that. She was part of that. She was a good champion. Damn good wrestler. Um, yeah, Wendy Richter. 
All right, yeah, I'm with you for sure. Wendy Richter all day over Nikki Bella. Mm -hmm. Though Nikki Bella is remembered as the greatest Divas champion of all yeah. time, yeah. Um, that doesn't stand. That butterfly belt. I couldn't yeah. stand that thing. Yeah, that, I'm not going for that one. I'm definitely going with uh, Randy Rick, Wendy Richter. <laughs> that uh, Tony Diaz <laughs> slip up right there. <laughs> that Randy Richter, you know, that, you know that, Randy Richter. I like that. Randy uh, Richter. Next up, we have our number five ranked champ of all time, Oscar. Six hundred and thirty-three mm. days, wow. three-time champ, going up against number twenty-eight ranked. One-time champ, 231 days, Ronda Rousey. Ooh, it's on you. Uh, it's on me? Uh, yeah. Or you? You? Uh, I got I to gotta go Oscar. There's no way. No <laughs> way. No way I pick Ronda Rousey here. I think she did. She was distasteful as a champion. And yeah. I don't think anybody will ever remember her as champion as they would Oscar. I agree. I'm uh, going with Oscar. No explanation needed of, <laughs> other than... Ronda Rousey, uh, as far as I saw, like, Sable being the worst champion ever, uh, she's close. Ronda was close. Yeah. Though she was improving. Uh-huh. And I oh, did kind of dig her as a heel. But uh, going up against Asuka, no. You, can't, you cannot put Ronda Rousey over Asuka. All right. Our next matchup, we have number 12 ranked, Michelle McCool. 495 days as champ, four times champ. Going up against number 21 ranked Molly Holly, 299 oh. days as champ, two-time champion. Tony. Michelle, Michelle McCool, which is The Undertaker's current wife right now. Yes. Um, somebody did post a comment saying, looks like Undertaker's going to be upset about this too. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah, well, he's going to very well be upset because I'm going with Molly Holly. All right, and you know what? I'm with you right there. I'm also going with Molly Holly as the better champion of... Who did Elio pick? Let's see who Elio <laughs> picked on this one. I'm curious. Uh, he went with McCool. Wow. Yeah. He's, trying to, he's trying to be on the Undertaker's good side. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to be? <laughs> right. Uh, next up, we have the other side of the bracket. We have the number two ranked of all time, Charlotte Flair, 933... Mm. Time, a days as champion, 12-time champ, going up to 31st ranked leader, 158 champ, days as champ, four-time champion. Ooh. It's on you. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I got to go with Charlotte. I'm sorry. I always thought Lita as uh, not one of the greats. I feel like her and Trish did put on great moments, but as champion, I don't see Lita as one of the tops. Really? Um, and when it comes to championships, I'm sorry, Charlotte – be it as it may, you can say she got handed the championships. She's put on damn great matches as champion. So I have to go mm. with Charlotte on this one. Oh, man, this one's a hard one, though, because I'm a fan of Lita's. And um, she did do a lot. She did do a lot in this business to revolutionize the um, women's division. Yes. Um, Charlotte, though, she is a workhorse. She's one of, she is one of the great. She's, she will be. Deemed one of the greatest later on in her career, you know. But I agree with you. I, I, I'll go with Charlotte. All right. So Charlotte advances over Lita. Next up, we have our fifteenth ranked sensational Sherry, mm. four hundred forty days champ, one time champion wow. versus our eighteenth ranked Paige, three hundred ninety four days of champ, Ooh. three times champ. 
This is probably one of the toughest matchups we've had so far. Mm -hmm. Sensational Sherry versus Paige. Tony, I'm glad it's on you. Now, this is this is, here's the deal. Sensational Sherry is one of the greats. Yes. But she was known more so as a manager than she was in ring. Okay? Yes. Um she was a wrestler though, don't get me wrong. She knows her shit. She did wrestle. She found a new gig into becoming a manager, and she did extremely well managing one of the greats of Shawn Michaels. You know, she was very, very good at it. Macho man. Macho man. You know, it was perfectly done. Oh, Lord. it was. She was really was. But I remember her, honestly, more for that. Paige, for a young career, they did a movie about her. She was good in the ring. Uh, she just got the short end of the stick with that career-ending injury. She could be coming back. Who knows? Who knows? Edged it. She might be. Oh, this one's really, really tough, Rick. Um, uh, please don't hate me, y'all. I do love Sensational Sherry. I will go for Paige, though. All right. And Elio Canelo went with Sensational Sherry. Mm. Um, but, unfortunately, I have to agree with you, Tony. I got to go with Paige here. As much as I love Sensational Sherry, I loved her more as a manager than a woman's champ. Yeah. Even though she did hold the title yeah. for 440 yeah. days in one reign, yep. I, I, I got to go with Paige on this one. Yeah. Um, be mad at me. I don't care. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Beth Phoenix, mm. who is the seventh ranked, 571 days, three-time champion, oh. going up against uh, – I just had it uh, – going up against Victoria <laughs> Um, Victoria was a two-time champ, 26 ranked, uh, 242 days. Um, now, Vic Victoria, she was – no, go ahead, go ahead, actually. It's uh, when it comes down to this, uh, they were. this is during a time where women's wrestling was really starting to pick up when Victoria was champ, um, two-time champ, 242 days. That's a long time during that stretch. Uh, Beth Phoenix, dominant. One of the most dominant women we ever seen in the wrestling business. Um, but when it comes down to it, I'm sorry. Uh, Victoria, to me, was more of a standout when it comes to the Women's Championship. And so that's where I'm going with uh, Victoria. Wow. Uh, I kind of agree with you, Victoria. But for me, I think Victoria got the short end of the stick. Uh, I don't think the WWE, her time in WWE didn't show her full potential. Because um, she's very talented. Uh, but putting her side-by-side -side comparison with Beth Phoenix, who, in my opinion, was one of the greats. I'm sorry. She did a lot for herself in that ring. She did it both as a babyface and a heel. And uh, she excelled in both. I'm going with Beth Phoenix on this one. All right. And to break the tie, Elio Canella also went with Beth Phoenix. So wow. Beth Phoenix will be advancing in this tournament. Well, she is Canadian, so. Well, that's true. Next up, we have... Wait, is she? I believe so. <laughs> she's married she's to not, Ed, she is so now. that doesn't yeah, so automatically yeah. <laughs> She's automatically Canadian. You marry oh, Canadian. Lord. All right, next up, we have our 10th ranked... Wait a minute, but then I got shit for calling the Bulldogs Canadian. <laughs> I mean, their name is British Bulldogs, Tony. <laughs> but they married into the uh, Canadian wives. Bulldogs. <laughs> so that makes them Canadian. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, our number 10 ranked, Alexa Bliss. Five-time champ, 505 days as champion. 
going head to head with our 23 ranked Layla, 267 days, two time champ. It's mm. on you, Tony. Uh, you know what? I think Alexa Bliss got the lucky slot in this, so I'm going mm. with Alexa Bliss. All right. You know what? I agree with you wholeheartedly that Alexa Bliss did get the lucky slot in this mm-hmm. one because if you want to talk about Charlotte getting handed championships, yes. Alexa Bliss has been handed Jeez. championships. Oh, yeah. Yep. Two-time tag team champion, five-time women's champion, and honestly, Alexa Bliss cannot do anything without the championship, which is why mm-hmm. it does make her valuable in this tournament. I have to say that. Mm. Because when she doesn't have the title, she's never around. <laughs> when she's with the title, it's like, oh, okay, this is Alexa Alexa Bliss. Oh, she's back. Yeah, she's champion. Yeah. Of course she's champion. She's always champion. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have a fierce rivalry that was actually taking place during this time. Uh, it is the number three ranked Trish Stratus, 821 days as champ, seven-time champ, going against the 30th ranked Jazz, 160 days Ooh. as champion, two-time champ. Um, it's on me. I, I mean, you got to go with Trish. I mean, as, as powerful as Jazz was, as dominant as Jazz was, you got to go with Trish Stratus here, seven-time champ. Um, I agree. Over 500, uh, 800 days of champion, mm-hmm. I got to go with Trish Stratus. You know, I agree with you, and I'm a huge Jazz fan, too. You know, she was she was a beast back in the day, uh, wrestling in ECW, and she's still wrestling now, in, I, I believe, in NWA. Yeah. And uh, she's killing it out there. I, I do, I'm a huge fan of Jazz, but you're right, Trish Stratus, yeah, my pick is uh- Trish. All right, so Trish moves on. Our next matchup of round one, we have the 14th pick, uh, Mickey James, 445 mm. days, six-time champion, going up against Ivory, 320 days as champion, uh, three-time champ in her, her own right, uh, 19th ranked. Who you got? The, wait, who is it? Ivory against Mickey who? James. Mickey James. Mickey James versus wow, Ivory. Wow, this is tough. This is tough. Ivory was... <sighs> She was a class act, let me tell you. Um, mm, this one is hard. Mickey James is still out there, though. I loved her talent. I loved everything about Mickey James. I, same thing with Ivory, though, too. She had the character. She had the charisma. She was a good champion. And she always believed that, you know, she hated the the, the Divas Championship. She hated yes. it. Yes, yes, she uh, did. Because she was always the one that, no, we're women, we're not divas. We're women. You know, I love that about her. I love her ivory to death. But I, ha- I think I have to go with Mickey James on this one. Yeah, this you one's know, tough. I agree with you. No, it is definitely tough, and it hurts to eliminate ivory this it, early. It, exactly. She but, got the shitty end of the stick. Yeah, she did. Uh, honestly, gotta, though, if it was ivory versus Alexa Bliss, I would have went with ivory. Oh, of course, definitely. So, so yep. again, this wow. matchup is brought to you. By the, the NCAA tournament. They have their tournament where number one goes against 32, 16 <laughs> against 17. This is just how the matchups fell. So, Mickey James advances. Our next matchup is number six ranked, Becky Lynch. 615, mm. time, 615 days of champ, four-time champ. Going up against 27th ranked, WWE Hall of Famer, 
China, 231 days oh, as champ, man. one-time champion. It's on you. It is. It's on me first. Um, oh. I will tell you this: as great as China was, uh, she was the first woman to ever win the Intercontinental Title. The first woman to ever mm-hmm. enter the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, when I think of the women's championship, I do not think of China. Mm. I think more. I would think more of Becky Lynch. So I would have to go with Becky Lynch on this one. As tough as it is, I agree with what you said, and I and I really do. I, when I think of China, I don't think of her as one of the greatest women's champions of all time. She did a lot for the business, though. Um, oh, this one is tough. Becky, she she came a long way, and they made her into something that it's going to be difficult to to beat her. Uh, the only one that beat her, honestly, was her having a baby. <laughs> uh, I I hate to do, I really hate to do this. I don't want to be that guy, but I have to go with Becky Lynch too. All right, and ju- just to make it easier on you. Elio picked Becky Lynch also. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was final, hard. That was tough. Yes. Our final matchup for round one. We have the 11th ranked Rocky Robin, 501, to- 501 days as champ, one-time champ, going up against the boss, 22 ranked Sasha Banks, 271 days as champ, five-time champ. It is on you, Tony Diaz. I really like Rock and Robin. I know you do. I do. She was, but I don't want to screw Sasha over either. So I'll go with Sasha. <laughs> She's been getting screwed long enough. Oh, Not in our tournament. And, if she does, it'll be all your fault. And you know what? Uh, Elio Canelo went with Rock and Robin. Really? And um, but Rock and Robin, one time champ, five hundred one days. That's, That's a, a long, long time. time. Um, Sasha Banks, five time champ, two hundred seventy one days. Um. You got to include her NXT run. She was a great champion there. Um, she does get screwed. She was a she had a reign for eight days yeah. as Raw champion at one point. Yep. Um, she's definitely getting the short end of the stick. Looks like it's going to turn around. Looks like her and Bailey Looks are going like to have something yeah. happen. It might happen um, by SummerSlam. So I'm going to have to go with Sasha Banks because, like you said, <laughs> Sasha's been screwed long enough. <laughs> enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Which is a perfect segue into our uh, um, hot top hot tag hot news tag. of the week. Get it right. I'm all confused. My tongue is all tizzied. But before we um, do that, let us go over the wrestling news. Of course. From around the world. <laughs> Take it away, uh, Rick. <laughs> before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> I'm all confused today. <laughs> I see it's that. every week now. Um, oh Lord! Alistair Black turns thirty-five years old. Yes, congratulations! Yes, and I and uh, he's doing a um, a bidding on his um, on his Instagram page. He uh, he's donating like ring worn uh, ring worn gear. <laughs> one of them was against uh, Tom, uh, I think Johnny Gargano, and the other one it was his trunks against um, I forgot who. Um, he's doing an online auction on him because he's trying to raise money for someone. He lost a lot of his stuff, and uh, I bet it on his uh, knee pads and stuff. But go check it out if you want to want in on it. I don't know if I yeah, want or not, definitely. though. <laughs> I mean, if you want, 
uh, smelly things. I mean, I'll give you my underwear. I hope you washed them. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it just says ring worn. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, Alex That's Shelley. That's why I bit just... on, the, on, the, on the shin pads. <laughs> I'm not bitten on the underwear. <laughs> Alex Shelley turns 37 years old. Oh, happy, uh, birthday. happy birthday. We just mentioned him on uh, WPOV Quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, uh, everybody gave me some shit for putting the natural disasters in my top five. Really? Um, hate if you want. Hate if you want. Uh, <laughs> really? You were one of them. <laughs> uh, the Blue Meanie turns 47 years old. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Yeah. He's still jiggling around. Yeah, Daniel Bryan is. turns 39 years old. Oh, oh, getting up there. Yeah, and speaking of getting up there, the greatest referee of all time, Earl Hebner. Turned 71 years old. Wow. And he's talking about uh, hanging him up. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Right. It's time, yeah. Earl. Um, <laughs> listen, man, if Earl goes anytime soon, it's over for me. That's just <laughs> like my, you're taking my hold with Gene, with Bobby the Brain, Gorilla mm-hmm. Monsoon, uh, the, the, uh, the Howard Finkel. And I and um, I got a funny story with, with um, uh, geez, Earl Hefner. Um, there was a show in Albany, and uh, I took my mom to the show and my sister. Uh-huh. And uh, before the show, right next, and if those are familiar with Albany, right next to the Pepsi Arena, that's what it was called at the time. There's a couple restaurants you can go grab something to eat before you go into the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, I took my mom and sister to the Chinese place, and Earl Hebner walked in. And I looked at him and said, hey, Earl, what's going on? And he came to our table, started bullshit with me. All of a sudden, this motherfucker was hitting on my mom. <laughs> I was like, "Are you? Is Earl Hebner hitting on my mother? <laughs> What's hey, going on?" <laughs> I mean, Tony, Earl Hebner as a stepdad? That's not bad. <laughs> I could have had him on the show. <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, you that's my story. Him, like, Remember when you hit on my mom? I know, right? I should, I should. Hey, hey, you owe me one. You was hitting on my mom that one time. Shit. Oh, Earl. Oh, happy 71st birthday to Earl Hamner, one of the all-time greats at referee. Uh, Now, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. It is with great sadness that I have to report this, uh, that Japanese stardom wrestler Hana Kimura passes Mm -hmm. away at the age of 22. 22. Um... I don't know if it's been reported, but it's rumors going it's around suicide. that it was suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's terrible. Uh, uh, she apparently has been said to have complained about cyberbullying. Yeah. Um, she got a lot of stuff for it. She was on a Netflix show. Yeah. And her character was to be a bad guy, and uh, she got a lot of flack for that. And uh, she had a lot of emails and messages that were distasteful yeah. towards her. And uh, it led to her depression, which led to uh, a suicide. Um, Sad, sad day for a sad week for wrestling. Yeah. uh, Especially with someone 22 years old. 22, very young. It's just sad. It's just like, I don't know when people are going to get it that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just don't say it, you know? And there's, there's fucking idiots out there that just don't care. You know, they'll say shit just to, just to say it. They'll yeah. say shit just to so they can get a fucking rise out of it. The social media, I think, has a big part in the past, Christ, 15 years. 
yeah. with people, you know, committing suicide due to cyberbullying. I always say this. You be be that keyboard warrior because you would never ever say anything to my face. They wouldn't. Not to my face. Hell no. I fucking pop them in the mouth. So people like that, th those are the cowards. Those are the really shitty people that think that they can fucking just talk to anybody because they're behind a fucking keyboard. And and to do this to, to somebody like her, it, it was it was heartbreaking and I felt for her, you know? It, it was I, I hate people who think they can talk shit behind a keyboard. I always say this, say that shit to my face. And then I will respect you. But when you're going to talk shit to me behind a keyboard, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Terrible news. And our prayers and condolences goes to uh, the family of Hana Kamura. Uh, sad, sad day. Mm -hmm. um, on to the rumors. That's all I got for the news. All I got is one rumor. Matt Hardy made a comment that his brother, Jeff, is still have a big chunk of time left on his contract. So... The reason why I put that in there is because he's in the IC tournament. Is this yep. a way to really keep Jeff in? or, or? Uh, I was hoping not, but it looks like <laughs> that's the way they're going to go with things. I mean, how many times are you going to give back to this guy that's spat in your face over and over again? It's I'm true. sorry. He is not to be trusted. And now one more run? Don't do it, guys. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't agree with it at all. Yeah. But it, it just seems like it's heading that way. Yep. It really does. Uh, on to our injuries. Ember Moon was on WWE Backstage this week uh, discussing over her torn Achilles. And she's talking about she may never get back in the ring. That this may be a career-ending injury. You and, really think it's career-ending? I mean, uh, the, the Achilles is very, very fragile. Um, mm -hmm. We've seen what it did to Kobe Bryant. It uh, definitely took years off of his career. Um it's not one of those injuries that you could just bounce back from, um, right. especially in a sport where you need to be bouncing around. You mm -hmm. know, um, I hopefully she can't come back from it, but it's gonna piss me off if she doesn't because that yeah. goddamn twenty four seven title yeah. is what took it away. Yep, yep. And it's just it's just a shame. I don't. Um, I, I see her coming back. I do. Hopefully, I see her I mean, coming I, back. She I do. she needs to. She definitely needs. She's to. a good worker. Yeah, one of the best. Um, speaking of one of the best, that's a perfect segue for our hot tag news. Yes. Um, Owen Hart, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Um, uh, what's everybody's thoughts on it? I mean, I don't want to go too much into it on our Facebook page about it, but uh, I watched it. Uh, I got some difference of opinions on it. Uh, but what are yours, though? For me, it was very powerful to watch. Um, uh, Owen Hart was one of the greats. I think him and Bret Hart are the best brother combo to ever lace him up. And that is my POV. Say what you want about Harlem Heat. Say what you want about the Steiner Brothers. I don't think anybody holds a candle to Bret and Owen Hart. And that's including the Von Erics. Um, so that's a huge statement right there. Um, this whole thing. Uh, uncovered a lot of things and remember what we said about um, Dark Side of the Ring is that sometimes they don't fact check everything um, they just say things just to say it but with this um, if things are the way that they said they were mm -hmm. I would wholeheartedly side with Martha Hart uh, uh, Oge his son 
Um, I would side with them. I, I, the way the things were handled with Owen Hart was not okay. Um, I wouldn't want him in the Hall of Fame either. I mean, they, listen, as much as I want him in the Hall of Fame, that's just selfish of me. I'm not thinking of the family that lost their husband, lost their father to this company. Um, one thing I definitely have to say is Owen Hart was a genuine person. And I've been saying this for yeah. weeks now, uh, especially on uh, WPOV Quarantine, uh, that the Attitude Era was not my favorite. And uh, obviously it wasn't Owen's favorite either. Mm-hmm. The way they were going with realist, realism and che- affairs and cheating and stuff like that. And yeah, that he wasn't, wasn't about who he that. wanted to be. He wanted to be about wrestling. And he wanted to be about the characters and the, mm-hmm. the, the dressing up and stuff like that. And... They forced him back into this character wearing a mask and coming down from the Raptors. Um, and it, it's just not okay that they did that to him. Um, and such a stupid thing. Uh, if they were taking shots at Sting, which I believe, um, to have him come down from the Raptors like that, that was stupid. And for not doing your homework and not dotting the I's and crossing the T's with the, the, the harness group. You know, um, and then the, I think we spoke about Kevin Dunn, how great of a producer he was a couple of weeks ago. If this is true, I didn't say that. He, well, I I didn't. hate Kevin Dunn. I know you hate Kevin Dunn, but he was he is one of the greats. But if he said to Jr. He's dead, and we're back in ten. Not how can you do that mm-hmm. to anybody on live TV and force him to say that? Yeah. And even the way Jr. said it, Jr. said it. With somewhat of an attitude, I felt, but rightfully so. Like mm-hmm. he's dead. Like you guys are gonna be heartless about it. I'm gonna just say it as is. Like you told me he's dead. I'm gonna say he's dead. <laughs> yeah. And and that's exactly what he did. And mm. terrible. Um. Yeah. I want one thousand percent support Martha in this. Don't put him in the Hall of Fame. Keep him out. Um. Uh. The the whole thing with Jr. That, that was terrible. Continuing the pay-per-view. I didn't realize his blood was on the mat. I yeah. mean, I was a kid then. I didn't realize there were broken boards and a divot mm-hmm. from where he fell. Um, the referee. Could you imagine? The guy hits you as he falls down, mm-hmm. and you have to continue working? And not only that, he shouted, look out. Yeah. <laughs> his last words were, look out. Crazy. I watched this, and uh, I was trying to be... Very biased about it because you got to remember, too, there's something else that's going on. There is because Bret Hart released a statement, too, afterwards. Yeah. Not only did Bret Hart release a statement, but in that documentary, and you're right, the dark side of the ring, these guys, they don't do a lot of fact checking. You know, they get you in there and they just want to talk to you and, and, and get the scoop. They don't bother fact checking because even, you know, uh, we did quarantine. Uh, I think it was um, J.J. Walker. He said that about the, uh, the <laughs> Paul Ellering <laughs> Legion of Doom. And yeah. uh, you, so there, there, that's one point right there, you know, with this, with Owen Hart. I believe everything that had happened. I really do understand why she's upset. She was saying... They put this device on him just to save a few seconds. At the same time, it was a device that was clicked onto here, onto Owen's chest. And that's what would release him. Yeah. That 
clip or whatever that is was designed to hold whatever on a sailboat. So it's supposed to be, you know, pretty tough. Did Owen pull that by mistake? Or when he was going down, did he go like this because he was yeah. got jolted or whatever and then accidentally pulled that himself? We don't know and we will never know. There's something, like I said, I, there's something else that's going on because the comment that she made towards the end by saying that a lot of the Hart family are like not speaking to her. They made some bad comments about her. The woman did make $18 million, I think, yeah. off of the lawsuit. Is she doing good with it? I'm pretty sure she's got the kids to take care of, yeah. She's a doctor, too, on top of that. But she is doing good things in his name. Yeah. And honoring his name, and that's how she wants to honor him. That's her right. I saw a comment. Um, someone said uh, it should be up to the kids. I'm sorry. Oge did not look like he was, like, ready to say, yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to be in there. He did no, not. And he said it. And he made the comment. He's like, I'm not going to have you put your my father's name on a piece of silver just mm -hmm. so you can have that. He's like, I will never let them have that. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't look like Owen Hart will ever be in the Hall of Fame. I've no, I know we've said countless amount of times that, yeah, he does belong in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I forgot who said it. It might have been JR who said, if my ass was in the Hall of Fame, he definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame. He belongs in every yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, Which he is. I didn't even realize. He's yeah. Every other Hall of Fame. Yeah, but the WWE. Yeah. Um, but there's, I'm not siding with either side on this. I, I agree with one point. Well, I agree with what they say, and I agree with the Hart family are saying too. There's something going on, or there was something that happened between them yeah. for them to be like that. Brett's your all-time favorite, Rick. Yeah, the way so, I look at it, Brett is looking kind of shady. I'm how? sorry. About what? But you know how much I love Brett. I know I that. That's why I'm asking you. Bad. <laughs> I would never say anything bad about him. But this was not looking good for him. If, in fact, that he was uh, bargaining with Martha to put in the lawsuit for him to get his videos and ownership of his name and all that stuff. If that's what he was doing during this time... That doesn't come off good. And because he didn't get it, is that why you stopped talking to Martha? Because she couldn't get you the stuff that... that that's not cool, Brett. Like, this is your brother's wife. This is the... Like, she's lost everything. And for you to get upset at her because she couldn't get you the videos? Mm. Or she didn't want to go after the video? Like, that's not the time. And and listen, don't get me wrong. This The, the Hart family, they are legends in the business. Right, that's probably the top family in the business if you go down through it all. Right. But at the end of the day, man, like this is somebody's life, and we've mentioned death a couple of times on this show today. Yeah. And there's no coming back from that. Mm -mm. And to to try to bargain during that time, that was that was in poor taste from Brett. And for the family to steal things, if that's true, to go against her in the lawsuit, that's in poor taste. Yeah, like because they were Vince stealing evidence or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like Vince is paying for your stuff. Like, I get it. Anvil was still there. I get it. Bulldog was still there, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, man, you guys lost somebody, a family member. Mm -hmm. There are ways. There were other companies you could have went to. There was other things you could have done. Did you not think that you could do anything outside of WWE? 
Yeah. Did Vince hold your name to the flame or said that he was going to burn you? It's tough. Who's to say? But from what I saw and from what I understand, I have to, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a side and I'm going right. to pick the side of Martha and I'm going yeah. to say Owen should never be in the Hall of Fame and I'm going to ask Mark Henry and I'm going to ask all the other wrestlers that put pressure on her right. to put him in the Hall of Fame to stop. Because I'm telling you from now on, from here on out, I will never put any pressure on Martha to ever put Owen into the Hall of Fame because he doesn't I, belong there. I, I agree with you. Uh, just hearing that and watching it and hearing what she said, and especially the kids, um, his daughter, um, by the way, both kids look exactly like him. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. But at the same time, you know, hearing the kids, uh, especially O's saying what he said and Martha, it did make sense to me why he should not be in that Hall of Fame. Um, and I definitely, definitely would side with that. But I'm curious. I really want to know. And I want to see the sit down between Martha and Brett. Them two need to have a sit down. And because I got to know what what's the deal, what's the real deal. There's something yeah. else. There is something else behind it. But yeah, good documentary, though. I think it was too oh. short. I think there was more they could have yeah. told. Uh, yeah. It looked like they focused more on his death. Um, I saw uh, extra. It was a bonus clip and uh, of them telling about how much of a river he was. And he was. I heard a lot of stories and uh, I wish they did show more of that to show, you know, I mean, obviously he. We all know what type of person he was, but I, I really wanted to know more of that side instead of the tragic side. I'm, I, I'm glad I was able to wit watch it, you know, but um, I, I don't know. For me, it was just too short. Like, they focused more on Chris Benoit. They did a two-parter on him, and they couldn't yeah. have done it with Owen. This was your season finale, you know, and you couldn't have done that for, for the guy. I, I would have like liked to see gotten... two, two parts to this. Yeah, and you could have gotten more wrestlers involved as well. Yeah. I mean, they had the Nation of Domination involved yep. uh, with D'Lo and D uh, Godfather. Yeah. But uh, I felt like you could have gotten more out of them. Uh, yep. Yep. I guess they didn't. All right, so let's move on. And again, if you guys have any uh, things you want us to discuss on the Hot mm -hmm. Tag News, uh, be sure to send it to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV. We are on there all the time, and we are always alert. Yes, sir. Um, so make sure you send it out to us and we'll be ready and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to round two, our final 16 women of the greatest women's champion tournament, shall we? Yes. Um, we have the number one ranked fabulous Moolah going up against the 16th ranked AJ Lee. Ooh, <laughs> oh man, this was a tough one. This one's mm -hmm. a tough one. Oh man, I'm, I'm just going to go with Moolah. Wow. I'll go with Moolah on this one. Wowzers. Yeah. You know what, guys? Like I said, I was giving Moolah the one-round buy. Yeah. I was giving her the one-round buy based yeah. off her history. Um, I'm sorry. Say what you will about that butterfly title. <laughs> AJ Lee did wonders with that. She gave that title, it. but she gave that title, like, respect. You know, it wasn't just a diva. She wasn't a diva. And she gave respect to that title. And she, honestly... And people don't give her credit. She <laughs> was the start of the women's revolution. You mm -hmm. know, she started she giving prestige. She was giving prestige to that title. And uh, for me, I'm giving that to AJ Lee on that one. <laughs> With that being said, it is a tie. 
and uh, Elio Canella went with Fabulous Moolah. Wow. So Moolah advances. Wow. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have our, our number eight round pick, uh, Shayna Baszler, going up against number nine ranked Alundra Blaze. Ooh, it's on you. Um, yeah. This is eight versus nine. They're mm-hmm. two times. So Bla- Baszler had it for two times. Blaze had it three times. Uh, Baszler had it for four- 548 days. Blaze had it for 543 days, separated mm. by three five days. Wow. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler. Wow. I'm going with, yeah. Wow. As what, listen, Shayna Baszler didn't throw the title in the garbage. True. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna put that on her. That is true. Um, and not only that, I mean. Ah, man. You know what, though? Alondra Blaze, she, Medusa. Before you she, pick, Elio picked Blaze. Really? Yeah, so pressure's so on. So it's on me, yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Alondra did, she was a trendsetter for the women uh, back in the day. When she threw that title in the trash, she was making a statement, okay? Yes. Um, was it the right thing to do? No, because she, it was disrespectful. It really was. Um, she got paid a lot of money to do that. Uh, Eric Bischoff at the time was just willing to do anything to bury WWE. And he picked the right time to do it with her and her throwing that title in the trash. Uh, Alondra, she was a really good worker. If I saw these two, her and Shayna Baszler fighting, in a match, I would have loved to have seen it. I would have given the edge to Shayna Baszler. In this tournament, champion and champion, I'll give it to Shayna Baszler. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that is like, that's big. That's a big that's upset. Big. You know, we did a tag team tournament, and there were not a lot of newbies, a lot yeah. of young guys in there. In there this weren't. tournament, there are a lot of young women yeah. moving on. Yep. Speaking of young women, this is another <laughs> matchup of young versus veteran. Uh, Bailey, our mm. number four ranked, going mm. up against Wendy Richter, our 13th ranked. Ooh, you know what? These uh, guys, both of these are about equal. Yeah, so Bailey has had the title four times for 662 days. Wendy Richter, two times, 447 days. Now, when it comes to champions, Wendy Richter stands out the most because she beat Moolah right. at WrestleMania. Right. Bailey has been dominant. You know, they got the four horsewomen. She's been dominant this last year as SmackDown Women's Champion. She was dominant as an NXT champion. She was a lovable character. Similar to Wendy Richter. Um, all g- girls just want to have fun. It reminds me a lot of Bailey. If I had to say who Bailey reminds me of most, it's a Wendy Richter. Mm-hmm. That Modern being said. Day. In the ring, I'm going with Bailey. You know, really? Bailey stands out to me more, and uh, I'm going with Bailey to move on in this round. Uh, but to put more pressure on you, um, Elio picked Wendy Richter. Wow. As far as toughness goes, it's Wendy Richter all day. If Bailey and Wendy Richter would have a match, Bailey would hang in there. She would get her pops, but I think just Wendy Richter, she just had that fire in her. She she was like a, a women's version of Hulk Hogan at her time. Um, I think Wendy would really whoop her ass. As far as the champion goes, I think 
Wendy, again, she set the tone for the women back in the day by defeating Moolah at WrestleMania. You can never take that away from her. Bailey, she's accomplished a lot. She is a Grand Slam champion, but ever since she's turned heel, it's still she's still trying to find herself. She's still trying to look for herself as her character develops, and it's just it's not there quite yet. Wendy, I'm going for Wendy Richter on Wendy Richter, Wendy Richter <laughs> on this one. Oh man, uh, well, just so you know, I made a mistake. Elio did pick Bailey, really, but. But we don't have to say Wendy Richter anymore. That's right. <laughs> so Bailey does advance. I made a mistake, wow. guys, and I'll, I got a picture of it. If you want to attack me on that, Bailey does <laughs> advance over Wendy Richter. Uh, next up, we have Oscar, the number five ranked, going up against the twenty-first ranked Molly Holly. It's on mm. you, Tony. These two women in the ring at the same time would destroy each other. Uh, champions go. You have to give it to Asuka. Yeah, I mean, as great as Molly Holly was, during her time, the Women's Championship still wasn't yeah. at that time, that that top yeah. layer. I was, it was growing. It was getting better. But <laughs> when it comes to Women's Championship, you, there's nobody that you think of other than Asuka right. when it comes to head-to-head -to -head right. against Molly Holly. Uh, next up, a huge matchup. Number two ranked, Charlotte Flair going up against 18th ranked Paige. Ooh. Um, <laughs> as much as I want to pick Paige, you can't go against Charlotte at yeah. this point. I got to go with Charlotte over Paige on this one. I agree with you. I'm going to go with Charlotte. All right. Uh, next up, Elio as well went with Charlotte as well. Uh, next up, we have Beth Phoenix mm. versus Alexa Bliss. Seven versus ten. Tony, yeah. is this the demise of Alexa Bliss? Yeah, it is because she's no. You, you gotta give it to Beth Phoenix. All right, I yeah I agree with you, Alexa Bliss. If you want to talk about people being handed championships, it's her. Mm -hmm. uh, the good thing about Alexa Bliss is she knows what to do when she's champion. That's true. It's just true. when she's not champion yeah. that it just seems to she fall. She gets back. lost. Yeah. Because they throw. It's funny that you say that too, because when she doesn't have the championship, they throw the moment of bliss at her. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Try to do something with it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Trish Stratus, our number three ranked, going up against a rival. Actually, the first ever rival, uh, her first ever rival was Trish Stratus. It is 14th ranked Mickey James. Ooh. So we got a seven-time champ going against a six-time champ. It's on me. We got Tony. Yes, it is. Uh, this one's a tough one. They're both great in their own way. I'm going to go with Mickey James. Woohoo! Wow! Yeah. Wow! You know what? Uh, Elio Canelo went with Trish Stratus. I wonder why. Canadian. Canadian. And from Toronto, where Elio's from. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, don't, don't go looking for Elio, guys, please. Um, <laughs> he's the one with all the women outside his door. Yeah. Um, this is tough, but I've said several times on this show that even though everybody loves Trish Stratus and Lita... Mm -hmm. I didn't see the big deal. <laughs> when it comes to Mickey James, however, I thought Mickey James was the better overall wrestler. Um, when it comes to Trish Stratus and Mickey James, she was a six-time champ. And when you think of women's great champions, you do have to put Mickey James in there. Head-to-head, um, -head, a lot of people will probably pick Trish in this situation. But this is my POV. 
I'm going with Mickey James. Wow, big upset. So, yeah. And last but not least, our last matchup of the second round, we have number six ranked Becky Lynch going up against number 22, Sasha Banks. Mm. Um, Tell you. This is the one of the four horsewomen going head to head. So only three will be moving on to the third round. Wow. Um, oh, this is tough. <laughs> Becky Lynch has four title reigns. Yeah. Um, one of them was in NXT, I believe. Or if it wasn't. No, I don't think so. No, it wasn't, right? So then so. all of her title reigns have come after SmackDown went and split up and got their own women's title. Right. Because she was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm -hmm. Then she won the Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, and then she won both. Yeah. Um. No, I got to go with Sasha Banks here. Whoa. I'm sorry. Becky Lynch, as much as she's done, it's she has a short resume. Uh, she has had the title for 615 days combined. Um, Sasha Banks has gotten the short end of the stick when it comes down to it. Uh, I think when you think of women's champions, I think Sasha. Uh, I can't. I can't say that. I can't. <laughs> it's Becky. Yeah, I got to switch it. I got to go with Becky Lynch. I'm sorry. Wow. As much as I want to. You see, I want to pick Sasha. Yeah. But no, when you think I, of women's champ, you can't, I, pick I see that. you can't pick Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a difficult decision, too, because uh, Sasha lately has been getting the short end of the stick. She had one of the quickest runs as being a champion in eight days. Um, yeah. This one is tough. The past two years, in my opinion, though, Sasha really hasn't been doing anything, so That's true. I'll, I'll give it to Becky. All right, so Becky Lynch will advance to the third round, mm. and we will be advancing to a pause for the cause. Yeah. it's time to take a break. It is. It is. We'll be right back. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling POV, Wrestling POV Global, and MMA POV is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com, save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Get some new t-shirts, get some bags, get some hats, get it all at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV and support your local indie wrestler. Also, if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV, pick up your very own Wrestling POV Podcast t-shirt. We got four t-shirts up there for $19.99 each, plus shipping and handling. You guys will be helping out the Wrestling POV Podcast, the MMA POV Podcast, and Wrestling POV Global by purchasing your shirt at, uh, at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is a mouthful to do these promos. Make sure you guys pay us to help us out because you know what I have to buy a lot of water and I have to buy some <laughs> cough drops you know what I'm saying buy a t-shirt god damn it uh, yeah. pro wrestling POV and you get your shirt today alright mm -hmm. Tony it is time for round three alright greatest partner. women's champion tournament starting up with first matchup of round three the fabulous Moolah number one ranked with 10,775 days four time champ going up against the number eight Ranked Shayna Baszler, 548 days, two time champ. It is on you, Tony. Moolah versus Baszler, huh? Yeah, sorry, I think this is where Moolah ends. Uh, her reign ends from here. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Shayna. What can you can, please offer? Why? Because Elio picked Moolah, really, and 
as much as I don't want to pick Mula, I'm sliding towards Bayless. So maybe you can help me out here. <laughs> well, put it this way. When you think of a champion between these two, I, I, now I'm not. I'm never going to take away the the reign that that Mula had, but was it really memorable though? The only memorable, honest, in my opinion, the only memorable match she ever had was with Ren, Wendy Richter. See, we did end up saying her name, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but it was against with her, nothing else. Okay, yeah. and she lost with with Shayna Baszler. Okay, you. Look at her, and you know she's a champion. Yeah. You know, her promo work ain't the greatest. You know, they're not too bad. But in the ring, she's terrifying. She's just dangerous, more dangerous than Mula. Yeah. You know, she carried herself as a champion, I think, in my opinion, more better than Mula did. Because Mula, like I said, hearing the stories and everything else, you talk about handing championships, she was handing them to herself. Okay? And I think that's the difference between the two. Shayna earned them. A lot of times, Mula was handing it back to herself because she owned a lot of the companies uh, for wrestling. And uh, she was giving this to herself. Like I've seen so many times in the indies. So Now, why uh, that's, couldn't that's you say fine. this against AJ Lee? Come <laughs> You're on, right. Tony. You're right. You know what? I, right. I'm i going to go with Shayna Baszler. Mula, your time <laughs> is up. We're going to get so much shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> um, our next matchup, we have number four ranked Bailey going up against number five ranked Oscar. It's on you. Ooh, yeah. It's Bailey on you. had the title four times for 662 days. Oscar, 633, three-time champ. Her undefeated streak over 500 days. This is tough. I love Bailey to death. <laughs> but Asuka, Asuka is just dominant. And what she's doing now is she's starting yeah. to get that, that rise back yep. up. Yep. I got to go with Asuka. I agree with you. We're looking at – and they're both champions right now. <laughs> yes, current champions. So, champion. yeah, they're both current champions, and I agree oh, with you. Oh, before you pick, yeah. before you agree with me, <laughs> Elio picked Bailey. All right. Well, hey, you know, it's not a bad pick, though, between the it's two. Not. Yeah. It really isn't. This could have um, been a finals matchup, in my opinion. It could, definitely could have been, too, but I agree. I, I agree with what you said. I'm going with Asuka. All right, so Asuka advances to the final four. Next up, we have our number two-ranked Charlotte Flair going up against number seventh-ranked Beth Phoenix. Man. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go and say it. If I get shit for it, I really don't care. Okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. This one's tough. But I'm, I'm going with Beth Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is shocking. Elio went with Charlotte. So oh, now wow. I'm up for the tiebreaker. You know, I look at Beth Phoenix and I think, great. She was a dominant champion. She was a dominant force to be reckoned with. Now, but before, hold up, hold up. Oh, before oh, before oh, you make oh, your decision, I got oh. just going to throw this out there at you, oh. okay? Though Charlotte is tough, okay, you got to remember at the at the Royal Rumble, Beth Phoenix getting her head busted open the hard way, yeah. and still did what she did at the Royal Rumble. She didn't win it, yeah, but she still went through. I mean, her hair turned red by the time she was done, and yeah. she was beating everybody's ass, including Charlotte. Just throwing that out there. Yes, uh, and I'm glad you threw that out there because it really did help me make my decision. 
<laughs> Bullshit. More crystal clear. No, it did. Because you know what? Charlotte won that Royal Rumble. So I know that. <laughs> I got to go with Charlotte. Uh, I feel like she can do things in the ring that not a lot of people can do in the ring. And when it comes to head-to-head with Beth Phoenix, I feel like Charlotte is the 2.0 of Beth Phoenix. But mm. she can do a little bit more. So I'm going to go with Charlotte since Charlotte advances. Um, it is now time for the last matchup of round three. Nikki James versus uh, Becky Lynch. Ooh. Becky Lynch you, is the sixth ranked, 615 days as champ, going against Mickey James, the third ranked in championships held, six, but she's the 14th ranked in the bracket. Mm. Um, this is tough. Uh, like we said, Becky has been dominant like over the last year and a half. Mm. Um, but Mickey James was dominant for a long time, and Mickey James did make that comeback, right? She started yeah. fighting with Alexa Bliss, um, mm-hmm. uh, and she came back in the WWE. She was doing her thing, but she wasn't winning championships. She yeah. won the title a couple of times. They would not give her that seventh championship. They did not want her to tie yeah. with uh, Trish Stratus, which is another reason why I picked Mickey over Trish. I felt like because Mickey left and went to TNA, they were yeah. like, you're not going to pass Trish. Mm-hmm. Um, listen. I love Becky Lynch, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I was a huge supporter. I always said she was my favorite of the four horsewomen. Um, but when it comes down to it, Mickey James is a hell of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was dominant for a long time. She's taken every role they've given, given her, bra and panty matches aside, yeah. you know. Um, but and when it comes to in-ring capabilities, as great as Becky is, I give the edge to Mickey James on that. Ooh. And when it comes to being a better champion, I'm going to give the edge to Mickey James. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You just made this harder on me, Rick. Yes. Uh, but, but you had some good points, though. I mean, Becky Lynch, she's been going. Now, and I think this might, I don't know, do something to me. But uh, we have been complaining about Becky Lynch in the past, what, six, six seven months? Yeah. That she was starting to lose her mojo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Mickey James has ever been in that slump. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I could be wrong. Um, oh, man, this one is tough. Elio went with Becky, by the way. Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Um, we're going to get a lot of shit for this. I have a feeling. I'm going to go with Mickey James. Alright, so Mickey James has made it to the final four. So our final four, Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Charlotte, and Mickey James. Um just one legend in that final four. Wow. One four horse And one four horse. Wow. Crazy. You know this Listen, man. This is not easy. This is not easy. I dare anybody to do what we just did. To get this final four is not easy. And and, but not only just to do it, explain yourself why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Because I'm sorry to say there was a couple of times where I went one way and then you convinced me otherwise. I'm like, well shit, you know what? You're right. Or vice versa. So just don't come out. What the hell? Oh, this wasn't easy. No. Stop. Stop. Because you motherfuckers been pissing me off lately. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, I know people are going to be upset that Moolah didn't make it to oh, the yeah. finals. But I would have had, if it was up to me, Moolah is gone against AJ Lee. Mm. And, that's, and that's my POV. Like, <laughs> there's no way that AJ Lee loses to Moolah, you know? Um, yeah. But 
listen, I I said it. Mula was getting a one round bye with me. After that, it's it's whatever. It didn't matter who Mula went against. She was gonna win that first round, in my opinion. Right. But with that being said, it's time for this week in wrestling. Let's get into it on Monday Night Raw. Tony, what was your highs and low points of Raw? All righty. My highest point of Raw was Aleister Black versus Murphy. I gave that match a four. It was a really... And and I forgot how these guys worked really, really well together. I gave it a four. My lowest point of Raw, though, it was the Asuka promo. Um, It... I, yeah, it just was wasn't. Bad. It just wasn't there. It was it, with Nia Jax. You know they're trying to have Nia Jax be this beast where she doesn't talk now, and it's like, all right. Well, I don't know what's going. They need to, you know, mold it a little bit more. I gave it a one and a half though, because it wasn't too bad. Because I loved. Because let me tell you something. Um, Carrie Zane, her English is pretty damn good. Um, yeah. You know, but I, and I like her. I think she's a good character. But that was my lowest overall. I gave Raw 2.14. I, I enjoyed Raw this week. Wow. Um, uh, my side note, though, I'm really pissed because Austin Theory stole my finisher. <laughs> he did, bastard. But, and, and another point, too, what they did with him during Raw. They yeah. jumped him, and then they put him in with Seth. I think that's a good pairing. And I'm really no, starting. A lot of people don't like this Seth, you know, little faction. I dig it. I think it's cool. I think I really do. I really do like it. I'm not a Seth fan either. You know that. Yeah. Um, I just think it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. So what'd you get? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, for me, the highest point was actually, uh, Murphy versus Humberto Carrillo. I gave that a three. Oh, wow. Um, actually a three and a half. I thought it was a really good match. Uh, right behind it was Allison Black and Murphy. I gave that a three. Um, I just didn't like the DQ finish. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Murphy and Humberto put on a show. Uh, Humberto, I'm glad to see him back. Hopefully he's back weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, to mention Asuka's celebration, I gave it a one, and it was because uh, Nia Jax talked too much. The way mm. that Nia Jax talks is just like she's from the streets and she's trying to be down. Yeah. And it's just, just like you don't have to talk like that. Just be yeah. who you are. And if that's who you are, then I, I'm sorry. But from what I see, that's not who you are. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I don't like it. Uh, the lowest <laughs> point for me was the opening segment with Orton and Edge. Mm. Greatest wrestling match, point yeah. five. I'm not enjoying this. I don't want to see this. Uh, we had the storyline already. But the thing of it is, this, that needs to be done in front of a crowd, yeah. not an empty arena. I'm sorry. No. And a greatest wrestling match, like that's what I'm saying. What, you know, I, is Edge gonna throw a drop kick? <laughs> he needs to throw a drop kick, like a perfect on the button drop kick. Yeah. I hope he's practicing that because you're talking about wrestling. <laughs> you need to throw a drop kick. <laughs> Overall, yeah. I gave Raw a 1.7 this week. E. Uh, next up, it's NXT POV Mamma Mia. Uh, the highest point I gave it three. The uh, uh, carrying cross defeating uh, uh <laughs> who was that? Liam. I have Liam? no idea. I don't know. I didn't catch the name. Listen, the entrance. The listen. This is how you build the guy. Mm-hmm. And now he has a match in a couple of weeks at a pay per view. Yeah. You don't drag it out for two months of him beating yeah. jobbers. He has a big match against Samasta Champa. I loved it. I loved. Carrying Cross, I love Scarlet. They're looking good together. Carrying really Cross looks psychotic. He does. He looks he scary. And he's six foot four. He's scurry. Jesus, he's six foot four. I didn't. I'm like, he's six foot four. Holy shit! And you're right. He has that look like you run the other fucking way in the daylight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. Um, my lowest point for NXT 
How dare you? And I said this on uh, WPOV Quarantine. Uh, Drake Maverick <laughs> defeating Kushida. Kushida, yeah. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Are you are you serious? I gave that a point five. You must be out of you. Have him beat Tazawa. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, come on, man. That was it. It was insubordinate. Yeah. Tell you what. But they they can't do that to Phantasma though. No, they can't. You know, That's I mean, have, it, it's it's. It, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, Phantasma going to the finals is fine, but next week now we got Drake Maverick yeah. the triple threat match triple with Kushida, threat. Jake Atlas, and Jake Atlas. Yeah. Kushida better come out on top. But it's gonna be Drake Maverick. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's gonna be the one to pin uh, uh, Jake Jake Atlas. Yeah. yeah. So for me, overall, I gave NXT a one point six this week. Wow. Um, what do you got? Uh, it wasn't too bad of a NXT show. I wasn't really there was some ups and downs, obviously. Uh, my lowest point though for me it was Everise versus Birch and Lor- Lor- Lorkin. Yeah, just I wasn't Lurkin. a big Lurkin, Lurkin. Uh, I just wasn't a big fan of this match. It wasn't, eh, you know. But uh, the highest one though for me, even though I agree with you with the carrying cross, but Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis, I gave that match a three. It was a really good match. Um, overall, I gave NXT a two point two eight. Wow. All right, moving on. We have AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, oh, uh, Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> We, we, we received our cease and desist, cease and desist from Jesus Wrestling Christ. POV Global. Um, Dynamite! There. <laughs> no, <fucking> no. <laughs> That's 25 Canadian dollars there. Which God is about damn. 50 cent here. <laughs> they got free health insurance. That's true. Um, uh, for me, uh, the highest point... Uh, the highest point is probably what should be the lowest point. Uh, Ray Phoenix defeating uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I gave that a two. And in all that, Ray Phoenix gets injured. And yeah. out of he, he, uh, No, they say he's going to be fine. Oh, he's going to fight? Yeah, they say he's going to be fine for the pay-per-view. Oh, well, there you go. He's going to be fine for tonight, but it was a two. It was That's That was a nasty point. fall, though. Yeah. Uh, the lowest point for me, there's a lot of ones. You ready for this? Brody I, Lee's promo I, opening. That's same thing with me. One. Yep. Moxley defeating 10, a one. Uh, yep. Jake and Arn Anderson, a one. Again, these two guys should not be the center point no. of anything. And, and they made it. You're exactly right. When this happened, I was just like, Jesus Christ, Rick called it right on. When yep. it's like, why are you doing that? You know? Yep. You're right. Uh, and my last low point. Uh, Nyla Rose and Britt Baker defeating Sheeta Statlander. Gave that a one. Britt <laughs> Baker's out. Yeah. Wow. She's, She's on out. the rise. And it's they're saying it may be a torn ACL. A torn which ACL, will keep her yeah. out for nine months. Yep. And... She's a dentist in real life, so she's not going to be able to she be gonna, a dentist yeah. either. Yep. So hope they're going to take care of it. Overall, this is the lowest score I've ever given any show. AEW got a one point one. Wow! Holy shit! Mine's was oh wait really, that wow. wasn't even the lowest point. <laughs> the lowest point was a point five to MJF defeating Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt. Anything with Marco yeah. Stunt is gonna get yeah. a point five for me. Because the thing of it is, they're doing unbelievable. They're it's not believable, and that's the problem that they're having. Marco Stunt, I don't give a shit. Oh, he was really great in the ring, and blah 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 blah. He's got character. I don't give a shit about that. 
Okay, if he was six foot and and acted the way he did, I'm sure he would be a phenomenal wrestler. But the guy is five foot two, weighs a buckle five soaking wet. You can't tell me he's credible in the ring against somebody like MJF, against somebody like Lance Archer. Get the fuck out of here. Please stop. Enough with this Marco stunt. Put him as a manager. There you go. Megan yeah. has one of those crazy managers. He's He can be uh, the next skinny version of Captain Lou Albano if you want to do that. He could be the next uh, Zelina Vega. <laughs> yeah, please, or something without the heels. But it's it's enough with that, you know? I mean, for me, AEW, the, same with you. I gave it a lot of ones as my low point. The Moxley, the MJF versus Marco Stunt, Ar- Arn Anderson or I put Arm, uh, versus Jake. You know, the highest for me... It was Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix, and I gave it a 2.5. Oh, my God. AEW, y'all, especially y'all fanboys, stop. Call it like it is, man. Don't say that. Because like I said, still to this day, AEW has not beaten Raw or SmackDown in the ratings. You're comparing it to NXT, who I think, in my opinion right now, and it shows on our records too, that it's a better program than AEW right now. The AEW is just fucking it up. And and I'm telling you, and I don't want to be that guy, but a lot of indie guys, they would agree with me because they've I'm sure they've seen it too, where they go to a promotion and, and the, the, the guy that owns the promotion is putting himself over and his friends. I've seen it too many damn times. AEW, 1.58. No All side right, note over. because I was it was atrocious. And now it's time for our Wednesday night delight with NXT goes head to head against AEW. Currently NXT is ahead twenty to AEW's nine. Damn. Um I'll tell you right now, Tony, we don't even have to vote because no, all three members of WPOV Global voted in favor of NXT. There you go. So NXT is ahead twenty one to nine, and I'm sure if we would have voted, which we did right now, is that NXT would go over on AEW. They would have, so, yeah. It would have been a clean sweep. sweep. Yeah. Of NXT. It is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Sack it! Um, <laughs> you know what, Tony? I have to tell you, not a bad episode of SmackDown no. this week. I highly enjoyed it. Um, the high point for me, Bailey defeating Charlotte. I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a good back and forth action. Um, the only complaint I have about is that Charlotte is there. She was on every show this yeah, week. Every show this um, week. Yeah. Uh, and then the lowest point for me was the dirt sheet and Strowman versus mm-hmm. Miz. I gave that a one. I don't understand. Strowman is not funny. No. Stop trying to make him funny. Stop having him talk. He is terrible on the mic. One of the worst mm-hmm. I've ever heard on the mic. Big um, Show 2.0. Yeah. And the other high point uh, for me was AJ defeating Nakamura. I gave that a 2.5. Uh, whenever you have... These were good matches. All in all, these were all good matches on SmackDown. I felt like they were moving the story along. Um, but, yeah, Strowman and Miz, definitely the lowest point. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see what they're going to do with this handicap match. Is that when Otis cashes in or what? Mm-hmm. At uh, Backlash. We'll see. Could be. Over- overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.9, my highest rating or, of the week. Or what they could do is have Miz and Morrison win it and Otis cashes in on them. Because uh, can you really see Otis cashing it in on Braun and winning? No, it won't happen. Uh, for me, no, I totally agree with you. My lowest was the dirt sheet and then the match with uh, Braun. I gave it a 1.5. The highest for me was AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. 
when when you put these two guys together, you're going to get a good match. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, there was a lot of twos I had. Um, my only problem with SmackDown was that the matches were a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles and Shinsuke, that it was good enough. They could have kept it short. Same thing with Charlotte and Bailey. They could have kept that one short. Um, they got to do something quick with Sonya Deville and Ziggler. And yeah. Mandy Rose, it's it's because it's it's starting to fade out in my opinion, but they still want to throw it in our face all the time. It's like, all right, we get it. She hates her. She betrayed her. Da da da. He he. You know, Ziggler was trying to get Mandy, but Otis ended up getting Mandy, and then okay, they're together. Why are you still throwing this in our yeah. face? Have um, the finished match at Backlash. Yeah, and and yeah. be be done with it. Um, but I did give NXT uh, NXT. I did give uh, SmackDown. Uh, 2.3. All right. And you know what? Um, I was going to mention, what they should have, and they haven't had in a long time, have a loser leaves town match. Have uh, yeah. Manly versus Sonya, and the loser goes to Raw. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Overall, now it's time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw is ahead 5, so it's NXT's 1 to SmackDown 0. Um, you know what? I, I'm not even including NXT in this matchup it's down to raw versus smackdown and you know what i really just enjoyed the action of smackdown um and so i'm gonna go with smackdown this week i know there were some matches that went on a little bit too long but i overall i just thought smackdown was good from beginning to end so i'm gonna go with uh smackdown um in my eyes in my opinion i got it uh raw does not even is not even in the picture is between nxt and smackdown um yeah i mean even though like with raw and if i don't know if you noticed it lately but raw has been throwing everything at us everything yeah you know trying to get their stories developed and all this other stuff and it's getting there like i'm really digging like where lashley's going at and i really do um he really does need to be in this title picture put him in there and have him win it though to be honest um but um, I have Raw the lowest rated between the three shows, so which is odd. Uh, <laughs> but no, I agree with you. I think SmackDown barely edged NXT because uh, I, I have SmackDown at 2.3. NXT I got at 2.28. So wow. they were both very, very similar, but I'll give the edge to SmackDown this week. All right, so SmackDown goes on the board for the first time in 2020. It's 5 <laughs> to 1 to 1. Uh, let's hopefully SmackDown can continue on this pace. It is now time for round four of the women's wrestling championship tournament. I don't know what you the R's right? and the W's today. This is just terrible. This is bad. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go. Uh, Shayna Baszler going head to head against Asuka. Baszler is ranked uh, number eight against Asuka, ranked at number five. Um, it's on you, Tony. Is it? Yes. This one's very difficult, and I was hoping that this wouldn't happen. Um, I'm a huge Shayna Baszler fan. I'm a huge Asuka fan. Um, this one is a tough one. Um, I think there's more to Shayna right now because we're going off of what's going on right now. Uh, there's more to Shayna. She hasn't done too much as much as Asuka, so I'm going to give it to Asuka. All right, yeah, you know what? I agree with you. Uh, Asuka is clearly, to me, the more dominant champion. Mm-hmm. Um, she's held that title for a long time in NXT. She's done well on the main roster. Women's Royal Rumble winner uh, has won the title a couple of times, twice after that. 
Mm-hmm. Say what you will about Asuka. I think she's one of the greatest women's champions she in the shows, as she is now in the finals of but, the greatest but women's I, champion tournament. Just to go along with this with Shayna, you know, it's like I said, she, Shayna's still got a lot to go. She oh, really yeah. does. She's not done by no means. And this is not yeah. a disrespect to her, you know, but she's going up against Asuka. Asuka did a lot already, and she's still yep. doing more. Um, Shayna, she's she's gonna get. She's already there. It's just she's improving every time I see her. So it's not. This was difficult for me to to go by, but we're going by. You know, the, the as champions. You know, she's a great champion. Don't get me wrong, but Oscar, for me, this moment right now. You know, in two three years, we'll do this tournament again, and who knows? Maybe Shayna will beat Oscar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's true. Yeah. Uh, it is now time for the final match of round four. Charlotte Flair, our number two ranked, mm. going up against Mickey James. Um, Mickey you. James, the 14th ranked. Uh, Charlotte has doubled her title reigns over Mickey. She wow. has 12 to her six. Uh, she's doubled her days as champ. Charlotte has 933. Mickey James has 445. Um,. As much as I love Mickey James, I don't think there's anybody that's been as dominant as Charlotte Flair when it comes to wow. women's wrestling. Um, I really do want to pick Mickey James. I really do. <laughs> um, and you know what? This I, one is tough. I can't. I got to pick Charlotte. Charlotte Ugh. is more dominant champion than Mickey James. Ugh. And that's your girl. That's your girl. It is. I was your girl. It is. No, it is. They both actually. Uh, Mickey James. Oh my God. Uh, ah <laughs> um, oh, man, this one is a tough one. Um, and again, Charlotte has a lot more to go. And what she's done in her career so far, I have to agree with you. I got to go with Charlotte. Woo! So Charlotte Flair advances mm. to the finals. Oscar versus Charlotte. <laughs> wow. This is where no we're veterans for the greatest women's champion of no all time. No veterans. Wow. This one is tough. This is going to be tough. And before mm. we make our decision on this, we have to open up the book. And we will be right back with the greatest women's championship tournament. Let's open up the book. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. Well, well we, we better hurry up we then. We better hurry up. Exactly. It's, it's your fault. Um, <laughs> all right, those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and then we just give it a good laugh. We put it in our own private library, as you say, so we can get a good laugh and just just fucking go from there. All right, Sam Roberts, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, he stays. He uh, stays. Kofi's Goldilocks. Yeah, he does. Stays. Keith Lee's Salutations. Chance. Can we take that out because I hate saying it? Yeah, take it out. And, and his promo work is just getting bad. And, and you know what? I hope they both lose <laughs> in your house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Garza's cousin Speedos. Says. Alistair Black's hairy nipples. It's his birthday. I don't care. <laughs> shave them shits then. You know, Zelina should tell him, hey, you know, it's time to shave. Maybe nipples. she likes a little fuzz in her uh, mouth. She, oh! AEW <laughs> 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 fanboys times three. Oh, man. They almost, they almost got a times four today. Jerry's jokes. Stays. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. 
Stays. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Liv Morgan, that was a good promo. She's her mother's daughter. I wonder yeah. where they're going with that. Yeah, we'll yeah, that's interesting. We'll see. Uh, coronavirus. Stays. Still going. Ronda, Ronda Rousey's bitch ass. That's why she lost to Oscar. Yeah, Sonya's onesie. Stays because she had it on. She's still using it. Yeah. And uh, our last one, Bronze Caterpillar. That's Bronze stays. everything. Stays. Yeah, stays. It stays. Horrible. Turn. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the championship round mm. of the greatest women's champion of all time. We had greats like the fabulous Moolah. We had Beth Phoenix. We had yes, Trish Stratus. We had Becky Lynch. We had Wendy Richter. We said it again. We had Alundra Blaze. <laughs> but none of them can defeat no. Asuka and Charlotte Flair. We are in the finals. It is Asuka versus Charlotte. Tony Diaz. Who do you have winning as the greatest women's champion of all time? This one was really hard, Rick. I can't. Oh, my God. It could go to either one of them. Um, uh, I like Char- Charlotte. I really do. Uh, but I also like Asuka. She's coming around again. Um, yeah. Where is she going at with this? We don't know. But. And one note that we do got to throw out there that we haven't is that between the two, Asuka did held the tag team championship, and that's what was reinventing herself, too, to where she is at today. Mm -hmm. Um, Charlotte, she's been Uh, Mm flip-floppy. She went from heel to baby face. Uh, I like her better as a heel. Um, She's been going on every single show so far. (sighs) This one is just difficult for me. Oscar, I really do like Oscar, but I'm gonna have to give this to the Queen Charlotte Flair. Woo! And yep. you know what? This is hard. Um, Charlotte is, you gotta say, is one of the greats. And if you're one of the greats, then you get to be on all three shows. You get True. to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you get on the most. You get TV time. And listen, during yeah. this pandemic. Asuka has been getting a lot of TV time because they believe in her on Monday Night Raw. That being said, Asuka had the title three times and uh, Charlotte's had it 12. Damn. Charlotte defeated Asuka at WrestleMania. Uh, Asuka is, I don't think she's ever beaten Charlotte. Maybe she did not at one time. I'm not even too sure about that. Mm. Um, That being said, Charlotte also cut a promo for Wrestling POV Podcast. Ooh. With that being said, Charlotte is crowned the greatest women's champion of all time. Charlotte oh, wow. Flair wins it. Congratulations <laughs> to Charlotte Asuka. You deserve everything you got. But at the end of the day, the queen stays queen. Charlotte wow. Flair, congratulations. You are the greatest women's champion tournament winner. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That is just crazy. We, we, we might get some heat for this. Oh, definitely. We might get some heat for this. Um, there was some that were pretty controversial, and uh, I don't. I, we're going to get some heat for it. But that's okay. I'm fine with that. I think we this was the right call. Yeah, um, I think so, too. All points were given, and, and there you go. So uh, I think that's it for the show. Um, yes. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, enjoy your uh, pay-per-view tonight, AEW, w, Double or Nothing. Uh, will we see Drew Gulak? Yeah. I know. We just cannot talk today on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> w nothing. W, w nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my God. All right. You know what? Normally, what I do is at the end of the show, um, I would play a song off my playlist, but to honor Shed uh, Gaspard, uh, I'm just going to play yo, a Crime yo, Time. Uh, it should be playing right now anyways, um, as you can hear it. Uh, and we'll end it with that. Um, until next week, where we give you guys plenty of content, more to go over. With that being said... I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel. Rick Serrano, the third. And our intern. Miguel Cole, adios. All right, love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you all next week. All right, and peace out, and rest in peace, Shad Gaspard, and Tahana Kimura. Prayers with you. is my job. I get paid off the books. Marvin with my squadron, coming to Stompin'. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, who want problems? I can care less about a copper. They call me the copper stopper.